shots. With Nick Golden. What the fuck are you guys waiting on? Hey everybody, welcome to Two Shots. Today's a special episode because we're at work. Doing work, but not working. But not working. Chris is here. Um, ooh, ooh, cool chair. These are cool chairs. Um, you've heard us talk about Chris a bunch of times because... Don't set your shit there, sit right over there. Well, it's gonna... You'll vibrate it. Set it on your little swirly swirl. Oh. There you go. Put it in the hole. Put it in the hole. Uh, you've heard us talk about Chris a bunch of times. Probably. We haven't mentioned him. I haven't. You know. Because I don't listen yet. No. That's it. I haven't listened. You shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know why anybody does. Um, we're gonna talk about... Um... Chris moving around a bunch and finally deciding to settle down somewhere. So, you originally were from Bubble, I mean, Ohio. Yes. Yes. Both statements are factually in. And you didn't move until college? Right, yeah. So, I was born and raised outside of Akron, Ohio, and then I moved. I wanted to go to the city, but didn't want to go to New York City. And so I ended up in Chicago for school and then realized that everybody from the Midwest had the same idea. So it was, it was cool. It was everybody from Michigan and Ohio just basically goes to Chicago after they graduate high school and they want to go to the city. It was kind of weird that a lot of, like, when we met your friends in Chicago, like, why does everybody go to Chicago? Is that just the only place to go? It's, like, the only big city that won't chew you up and spit you out. Which is both a good thing and a bad thing, because it's a big city with Midwestern values, and that's that's a good thing. I would say mostly it was a lot of fun. It was Chicago is a way sweet city. If I ever for some reason had to move back to a city that's not where we're currently at, which I guess we'll get to later on in the mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. then I would be perfectly happy in Chicago. Lived right on the the beach, and so it's like. It's got to be one of the last places in the country that you can live that close to. I was like two blocks from Lake Michigan, up in Rogers Park is the neighborhood I was living in, and rent was never more than like. I don't think I ever paid more than six hundred dollars in rent. Seriously? Yeah. Living with roommates and stuff, but yeah. you can get a an apartment for a really fair price and live within walking distance to the beach. But it's like Michigan. I've, so since then, which leads me, um, well, I guess that leads me two steps away. But since then, I have no interest in the ocean anymore. Freshwater is just absolutely superior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Yeah. And yeah, that's another, I guess, a great like play on words. But. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't just like, because you have Minneapolis, which is just cold. That's not that far from Chicago. No. Milwaukee and Minneapolis are totally awesome, too. And then, I guess you don't really have anything else. Like, Cleveland. And that's it. Yeah. Well, that was the problem. That's that's why I got out of Chicago is because I was raised playing outside. Never had video games or anything. I was always just playing outside. And my brothers and I would just walk into the woods behind our house, which we weren't fortunate, fortunate enough to have, like, an old farm that was 
behind our house that was kind of abandoned and so we would always walk back there and just sleep on the ground when we were kids and are you sure you weren't homeless <laughs> probably a, a third homeless as a kid just with how much time we spent outside so that was the hardest part about Chicago is I did a lot of biking and a lot of running and things but I was never able to do as much camping as I wanted to we would always go camp in Wisconsin, but the park rangers in Wisconsin are awful. That's weird. They're, yeah, they're, I think it's just because they're trying to, to make money on tickets. Mm. So they were always, always hassling us while we were camping. It's um, weird. So Joanna from our Chicago office, that's one. She's like, yeah, we're going camping. I'm like, where are you going? Wisconsin. All right, I guess that's a popular camping destination for Chicagoites. It must be, maybe that's why they do it, is because they see Illinois plates and figure you're up to no good. But, so that was, that kind of sucked. And so after Chicago, I moved to Montana, to Big Sky, Montana, and that was, that was much better. So I went from living in Chicago to living in a town that in the off season has maybe 500 people and I lived with a roommate in an apartment above a garage that was so awesome and then he went back to school so I ended up living there by myself and the funny part was is I told my landlord at the time I said hey my roommate is going back to school I can't afford the rent that you're charging for both of us and he was just like okay that's cool I'll just charge you half <laughs> so, that's awesome yeah so I live by myself oh and he said uh, just if you can get a roommate before winter because so that you would have the on season payment yeah yeah and which was the coolest negotiation so I lived by myself throughout the summer and he only charged me like 500 bucks or something like that so I went from a big city, living with roommates, to living by myself in a, a small town, and then was able to walk out the back door to go hike or run or... What, is whatever. the season there just ski season? Yeah, they, they do mountain biking now. It wasn't as popular when I was there, and I've never really been a downhill biker. Mm. So I don't want to pay for lift tickets. No. Anyway, so... I worked a full-time job, and then I worked as a dishwasher at the Epics, or at Moonlight Basin, and uh, got a free pass that way. And then, I was single at the time, and I was totally bummed about, uh, for some reason I thought I missed the city, and so I wanted to go back to the city, and I thought about going back to Chicago, but then I found a job in Boston, and made that move. Um, that's such a big move though yeah and I don't really know why I did it it was totally impulse I was I don't know what got into me I should have just stayed in Montana if you were smart you would have yeah I would have so the last oh this is a story for another day but I'll just I'll gloss over the last two weekends I was there I was driving all around visiting friends around the state and met a girl there that she moved back to Boston with me and we're all hitched now and stuff but uh, 
So that's another story. But that is another story. I would have had I known I was going to meet her before I moved. I would have just and we knew as soon. But I had already committed to the job. And yeah. We were like, man, should just move to Bozeman and rode this one out. Secret marriages are a whole other episode. Yeah, we should do a secret marriage episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got a job doing video production in Boston. Yes. For a company I had no interest in anything they were doing. But I was getting paid terribly, and I didn't realize how expensive Boston was, so I thought this thought I was going to be swimming in it for a while. But, but if you're going from Big Sky, where the cost of living is like 83 cents, yeah. to Boston, yeah, so you weren't even in Boston, you were like an hour outside. Yeah, so I we were in Worcester for the first year, and I'd commute by train. It was a two and a half hour commute both ways. That's or stupid. each way, rather. Yeah, it was way stupid. And I learned a lot about how to live with, live while being unhappy at that point. That sounds like depression. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word for it. Um, so I tried to do the whole New England, New England thing. New England's hard. Right. It's, yeah, Boston's not... So this is why I, I don't love the ocean, is we, after we lived in Worcester, we lived in East Boston, right on the harbor. Bahaba? Haba. Uh, Haba. And it was cool, but you can't swim in the Haba, because you'll get run over by, like, an oil tanker or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so the ocean's just not for me, so I, Mo and I knew we wanted to get back to the mountains, and... I wanted a city pace with the option of going to the mountains. Maybe I shouldn't talk up Salt Lake too much because... No, Salt Lake's the worst. Nobody come here. Yeah, don't come here. It's the worst. Yeah. Anyway, that's about where that that story ends. That's like a life's worth of soul searching within three minutes there. (laughs) There's a lot. (laughs) So you just pick Salt Lake because mountainy, but city There's nothing... Because Denver's too city. Denver's too city. I, I lived in Denver for a summer during college doing an internship. Actually, I lived in Boulder for the summer. but spent a bunch of time in Denver. And Boulder's okay, but it's not any cheaper. They say there are good tech jobs there, and I don't doubt it. Like, I've seen cool stuff coming out of Boulder, but um, maybe it's just hard to get a job there. It's kind of insulated. I think you have to really know people. Probably. Because, I mean, I don't know. I know people that live there, but they were commuting to Denver. Yeah. To work. Yeah. Which is like an hour-long commute. Yeah. And that's too much. Yeah. And actually, Boulder was my first taste of mountain life. I lived with my cousin and her husband, and so they were, like, at the time, this is 2009 at the time, they were old climbers, so I learned to climb from old climbers. And, and that was cool. So that's sort of what planted the seed in my brain when I went back to Chicago to finish up my last year. Mm. So you gotta get back out there? Yeah, wherever there was. I, all I basically knew was Colorado at the time. I, I just have the opinion that Denver's on the wrong side of the continental divide. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, Denver isn't a mountain town, it's a plains city. It is on the plain side, it's flat, it's far from the mountains, it's not an actual mountain town. Yeah. You've got to get into the mountains, like, which is not Aspen, but like up in the mountains. Yeah. It's Vail, maybe. Yeah, and it's just way too far to do that. It's not casual enough because no. 
you might as well live in Boston and go ski in New Hampshire, which is way, way fun, but it's just, if you can't do it casually, you're never going to do it, and then you're just a yuppie who wants yeah. to... Um, we have a coworker who moved to Fort Collins, and that seems like it might be okay. That would probably be the only place... I guess, I mean, I could do Boulder. Boulder's pretty great, but... He said Fort Collins seems kind of like a nanny state city. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, so is... Yeah, that's where we live. <laughs> that was his only thing to say about it, and it's, it sounds like a good spot because it's got everything you want in a small. It's up there, ways you're kind of out of the big city. I don't know. I think it's funny that Salt Lake is where people move to to move to the city. Yeah. Because like people from Southern Idaho will, even sometimes people from Boise, and anyone from. Montana, even. Yeah. They moved to Salt Lake. That's where I'm exact. Came from Montana yeah. to Salt Lake. And anybody from Wyoming, they either go to Denver or Salt Lake. We used to make fun of Salt Lake so much in Montana being big city and everything like that. So I, I guess maybe I should be more appreciative of my time in Boston because I don't think I would have moved to Salt Lake had I just stayed in Montana. But Bo- Bozeman's like a baby Salt Lake, though, so. That's what's great. Yeah. Um, it is just funny that people, like, this is the spot. And everybody, I guess a lot of people to Vegas, like, from St. George. They either move here or Vegas. St. George is the worst. Vegas is ten times worse. Yeah, is that really a logical progression from St. George to Vegas? It's close. It's the closest big city. There's nothing... Are there any other jobs there? Other than working at hotels? And- Vegas is actually... Really, like, I think one of the fastest growing economic regions. Um, Emily said there was construction like crazy down there. If you're listening to this, move to Vegas and not Salt Lake. Yeah, totally, move to Vegas. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a ton of jobs down there. Like, they have, huh. it's a huge city. It's not just casino jobs. And a lot of Mormons move down there. Like, there's a massive Mormon population in Las Vegas. That's so weird. Uh huh. Like, just to what? Go convert people no like it, it was like, there's always been Mormons there hmm. always and it's just grown and I think the cost of living is low yeah. you just have to be prepared to melt it's already 110 degrees there yeah I guess it would be pretty low if you're not all that close to the strip cost of living would be pretty and low. you gotta be careful like there's some nice neighborhoods like Vegas is really ghetto like really gang ridden terrible city in a lot of places but there's also like it's, it's just huge urban sprawl. Where Emily's sister lives is pretty nice. It's still Vegas. What makes St. George so bad? There's nothing there. Like cool nothing? There's like, nothing there. It's just a big, long, more than settlement. There's one liquor store and it's hidden. Really? Yeah, it's hidden. They don't even have signage facing the front of the street. Um, there's no bars whatsoever. There used to be one, I think it's closed now. What it was about, called the one and only. <laughs> what about all the parks and hiking though? How close is that actually to? I think it's like two hours to Zion. Ah, yeah, that's garbage. So it's, I mean, there's better places to live. And then there's like, I think there's sand something. There's like, there's a man-made reservoir there, like a lake. All dammed up. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, it gets super, super hot, there's flooding, and the joke was that there's nothing in St. George but meth, Mexicans, and Mormons. It's just, I mean, it's just one big long strip mall. 
Yeah, that's all the city is. And I, I thought it was closer. I thought it was like on the border of the parks. And it was pretty badass. I mean, there's rec stuff if you're super into ATVs and stuff. There's not the kind of like Zion's isn't that close. There's better places to live if you want to go to Zion's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. There's just yeah. There's it's. It's like, it's like Provo. It's just absolutely devoid of culture. If that makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It's just red. It's just a red version of Provo. Yeah. Just red rock. And yeah, that's, I think, one of the fastest growing cities in America right now, too. That's crazy. So it's just... With what industry? Um, I don't know. I know Walmart has like a, a, a fulfillment center there, like a huge warehouse. Um... But yeah, I don't know what jobs are down there. Is that where Tesla's putting their battery factory? No, it's in Reno. Uh, They're going to put it out by Patagonia. Yeah, so Reno's kind of blown up though, right? Yeah, I mean, they've got a big Microsoft help center there. They've got the Tesla Gator factories going in there. They've got uh, Patagonia's warehouses are there. Yeah. I think that's where Patagonia's, like, non-headquarters office is, basically. That's their... Like how Backcountry has their West Valley and their Park City. Yeah. Just switch that for California and Reno. Yeah, that's the shipping hub. And yeah. It's cool. I don't know, I've heard it's blown up over there. I've got friends that live there. Um, they really like it. They moved back from San Francisco because they liked Reno more. Cool. And it's more, it's an outdoor place. You can get over to Tahoe, things like that. Let's pause so I can sneeze. No, just sneeze. Allergies are great right now. Uh huh. Just oh, sneeze. Don't be pussy. Try. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Like an adult. Pause. I'm not even gonna edit that out. I'm leave it all in there. Um, don't come here. It's allergies. Don't come here. It's the worst. Um, so you moved here, and you lived here for less than a year, and you decided to stay for a long time. We knew right away that we were gonna stay for a long time. I think it was less than a week after we moved here. We both had like a, a mutual realization I'm pretty sure at the same time we're just like what is this we've been really happy for the last week and it was this was the dead of last summer too end of July last year and we're like this is awesome it's so perfect luckily we had a, a friend that lived here that was able to tell us where that we have to be really picky about finding an apartment and where, oh, you, where you find your first apartment so yeah. he helped us find our spot which was you had a good spot yeah it's like really close to everything. Yep. And now we're moving three blocks south. Yeah. So we got a house. Well, we don't actually have it officially yet. You will soon enough. We will soon, yeah. It got the uh, appraisal on Saturday, and we're good to go. They messaged me today, and they're like, hey, there are a lot of Chris Davises. We need your birth date to make sure that this isn't you that owes alimony <laughs> nope not yet um you lucked out on your place honestly big time with your neighbor and your duplex yeah duplexes can be bad we had a really bad we had a really really bad fourplex dude yep and now we know I'm sort of glad we did that we never really had any real problems with our neighbor he's pretty cool it's just annoying sharing that much space with Somebody that's not paying you rent. Sure, we'll so, Yeah. Yeah, so 
at least now we know that we didn't want to buy a duplex because maybe if we didn't do that, we would have thought that was a good idea or something. Good luck finding one. Yeah, duplex there are. Yeah. Rebecca's always trying to buy them. Um, but they're trying to buy full duplexes, so maybe just buying half the one's not so hard. Um, well, there was one of the houses we looked at had a, a off-unit garage that they built with an apartment on top, mm-hmm. and it was it was totally run down, total shithole. It was listed for like thirty grand cheaper than everything else that we had seen is over by Alchemy Coffee. Uh-huh. And when this was the day we went to go look at the house, we ended up buying, and Lana was like, "Yeah, so that piece of shit house was." It ended up selling later that day for thirty grand over asking price because it has a rental property on it. Yeah. So, dude, there's a ton of those in that area. Everybody in Salt Lake proper has mother-in-law. It's like Sugar House and Ninth and Ninth. All everybody has a mother-in-law. They're all rented out to students and stuff like that. So sweet to pay your mortgage like that. If you want to, that's the thing though. Is do you want to share it with? Do you want to pay thirty grand over what you would pay for a house? I mean, the return on that investment for an extra 30 grand, plus sharing it with somebody, plus the damage they do. Yeah. It's just... It's not worth it. Yeah. It's even having... We toyed around with the idea of having a little brother moving downstairs. And we don't go downstairs except for doing laundry, so... But I'm just like, do I really want to have somebody else around? Yeah. Is it worth it? They would have to use your entrance and exit and your kitchen and... Yeah. If we wanted to, like, if somebody came into town, they could very comfortably camp in their backyard or stay in the garage or something like that like it's funny because I know you have friends that would rather camp in your backyard yeah most cousin always comes in for outdoor retailer and just sleeps in his truck in their driveway that's so silly which is way awesome because he'll just shower occasionally get groceries and cook us a meal other than that he's like I don't even need to come inside that works man it's just how it works um So what made you stay in Utah? Because it's harder to stay in a place than it is to realize you like a place. It's actually easy. You just don't go anywhere. <laughs> you have, though. Yeah, Living in Georgia. Georgia sucks. It's just easy to come back here from Georgia. Though. Georgia's fucking terrible. Um, mostly because of the humidity. <laughs> yeah. It's so humid there. It's so gross there. And I just didn't like it. The townies all hate you. Yeah. I didn't like D.C. either. I could maybe live in downtown D.C. if I didn't have to commute very far. Yeah. But also, again, yeah, the humidity and the winters there are terrible, and there's nowhere to go. Yeah. D.C.'s awesome. My brother's lived there for a long time, so I visited a bunch, and it's an awesome city to bike around. It's You can always have good conversation over a beer with somebody if you like talking about politics. But you have to be cool with politics being your life. It's, yeah, that's, I just... Mm. It's expensive there, and just not my kind of place. And Moab was cool, but it costs way too much, and you can't get a job that pays enough to pay your bills down there. Big Sky was the same problem. It's the only town in Montana that has sales tax. I picked it. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, because it's unincorporated, so there's they make their own rules, and so there's resort tax rates. I think Moab switches between maybe like 5,000 in the off-season, if that, and probably like 9,000 people during the season. Plus, that's just residents, and then you have your constant tourism influx. And I think it balloons up to 
It used to balloon up to about 14,000 during Easter Cube Safari. Um, and it's just it's a constant influx of stupid. Yeah. And, yeah, the jobs, there's no industry now that I want to work in, and I'm not going to be a tour guide for the rest of my life. No. That's not a job. Like, unless you own a business, you're not living super well down there. No. And it would be way hard to own a tourism business, especially one that you have to buy 15 Hummers. Well, and there's corporate gigs down there, too. And, and everybody in the town is fighting each other. Like, they're all fighting for the same customer, and they're real shitty to each other about it. Yeah. I've it's, heard that just with, uh, like, raft outfits in Montana and stuff. Like, some... A worker will break off and go start their own raft outfit and then poach all of their... All you have to do is undercut yeah. costs by 10 bucks a person or something like that. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. They all, and then you, you all use the same trails, you all use the same boat ramps. Yeah. And, I don't know, Emily and I have talked about getting, like, a teardrop trailer and cruising down there, or, like, buying land in Castle Valley or something like that. Not even in my lab, upriver somewhere. Do something like that. It would be cool to own a couple acres somewhere. Yeah, you just an acre. I mean, that's why we ended up buying our house. We originally were going to buy a couple acres up in the mountains and put a tiny house on it. That would be what we've talked about that too. It's hard. Yeah, let's put a pin in that one and come back to that. Kind that's of that's another one. Let's get drunk at your housing party and talk about that. Do that one. We can talk about that forever. Right. It's still be fun. But yeah, it's just, I don't know, Salt Lake's perfect for me. Yeah. Couple hours to Moab, couple hours to Zion, so all that up in the mountains constantly. I mean, I live in the mouth of two canyons. So sick. Yeah, I need to find out which is nowhere season passes. That's too many dollars. Yeah. And just yeah, it's just if you're an active person at all, it's the best place to live. Except for it's not. Don't live here. Yeah, don't live here. Move away forever. Yeah. <clears throat> Close enough. It's a lot easier to be concise when I'm not drunk doing this. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about other stuff later. I'm going to call it, unless you have anything else to say. Uh, no, don't come here. Don't come here. Stay out. It's our city. Bye. That was Chris and me in the Echo Dome, uh, just a room with a lot of echo and uh, not a great microphone. Thanks for listening. Um, make sure you check out all the other podcasts Tuesday podcasts big shiny robot hello sweetie kind of not really um coffee i'll delete and through being cool and come back next week thanks